0: Hello and welcome to the Telltale Podcast with me, your host, Kayla Goldsmith. This episode, I speak with Elena Chung, a growing YouTuber and student at the University of Sydney. However, Elena's experiences are more unique than your typical university student. Growing up in Singapore and attending an American school there, Elena initially went to the University of California, San Diego after high school, studying at college in America. After roughly a year studying there, Elena moved to Australia during lockdown last year to study a Bachelor of Law and Commerce at UCID. This episode, we talk all about why she made the move to UCID, the differences between tertiary education in Australia versus America, living alone in another country and more. It was a pleasure speaking with her and getting to find out more about her experiences. So with that, let's get right into it. to have you on today um yeah, I really yeah I really wanted to just talk about your whole experience you know um I mean you have a lot to kind of share um but I'd love to start us off by asking you to tell us a little bit about yourself for anyone who doesn't know yeah
1: sure so my name is Alana. Uh, I'm 20 years old I was born and raised in Singapore but I attended an American school my whole life I'm half Korean, half my father's from Hong Kong, my mom's from Korea, mm-hmm. but I am an Australian citizen, kind of confusing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm currently an undergrad at the University of Sydney, and I make YouTube videos consisting of many week in my life, showing kind of my day-to-day activities, navigating school and a new city. But now that I'm back home due to the current COVID situation in New South Wales, um, I'm planning to do a lot more videos in Singapore as well. But
0: yeah. Yeah um, and so I found you I kind of stumbled across your YouTube channel um, because you know I'm in year 12 at the moment so I'm looking at you said as a potential um, place to go after high school um, and mm-hmm. yeah your week in the life kind of vlogs are super comforting and I just <laughs> love watching them like after studying it's like a nice release um, but what I found really interesting was yes you said that you're originally from Singapore and then after high school you traveled to America to study at UCSD, so University um, of California, San Diego, I believe. Mm-hmm. Am I correct with that? Yeah. Yep. Um, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> what were the thought processes behind this decision for you?
1: Um, so, like I mentioned, I had attended an American school growing up, um, and while many of the kids who graduate from my school ended up going to places like the UK, Canada, Australia, and other countries, um, a large majority of them typically tend to go to college in the U.S. So when college application season rolled around, it was almost kind of like ingrained in me at that point that I wanted to go to the US, you know, like yeah. the rest of my friends and most people who are in my grade. Um, I actually have a video that also goes more into depth about this and kind of my application process. Mm. But yeah, so I'd never moved countries before this sort of, it was kind of a huge change of environment, but I was really excited to kind of get to go through that whole typical college experience I'd heard so much about growing up and in high school and everything. Yeah, and it's funny because um, UCSD was actually the only school I had not visited before applying to, Mm. um, which is funny since I spent a few weeks one summer kind of dedicated to visiting colleges in the East and West Coast. But Mm. um, when it came down to decisions, I was deciding between Boston University and UCSD and at the time, I was planning on majoring in biology. UCSD is very STEM-focused, so science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Yeah. And when I did my research, it kind of appeared to have a lot of the opportunities I was looking for. And so that was appealing to me.
0: I see. It's really, really interesting. Um, and I mean, I didn't kind of write this up originally, but off the top of my head, I'm quite interested to hear about as well your experiences studying at an American school in, in Singapore. What was mm-hmm. that like? Honestly, it's kind of
1: all I've ever known because I was, I attended that school my whole life, yeah. but it was really great. I think from a young age, I was exposed to people from all different kinds of backgrounds. First of all, like living in Singapore, it's super multicultural and it's incredibly diverse, but then mm. also being surrounded by people who had come from all these different places, had so many different experiences was just, I think shaped me a lot as a person It made mm. me very like open-minded um, and very, I think culturally aware which is really important to me um yeah and then yeah it was just a really good experience overall I think yeah um yeah but like I said it's kind of all I've ever known so
0: (laughs) fair enough yeah um and so then moving to UCSD um was there kind of like a cultural shift for you or was it quite a seamless transition for you did you kind of feel you fit in quite comfortably um obviously I attended an American school, so the kind of transition was, I was
1: able to ease into it, but I think Americans living overseas versus people who had grown up there their whole life, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of, it's different in, you know, mindset and opinions and just like the overall culture was different. Yeah. Um, I, but I mean, I, I knew kind of what to expect in some aspects, but definitely mm-hmm. it was a completely new environment completely new country. And so it definitely took some getting used to.
0: Yeah. Um, so could you describe to us what you studied at UCSD? I think you did say that you um, were looking at biology. Did you end up going that route and what was the experience like for you? Yes, yeah, so I did major in human biology. Uh, when I first got there, I was
1: very excited and optimistic. Um, like I said, it was a complete change of scenery, completely different from everything back home. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I grew up in an Asian country surrounded by other students with international backgrounds.
0: Mm-hmm. Some
1: people I met at UCSD had never traveled outside the country, was which was also very interesting to see. Wow. Um, so, yeah, navigating my college my first semester was definitely hard as it is, I know, for many people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was adjusting to this new environment, learning how to balance my studies while also making sure I was spending adequate time socializing and making friends. Um I particularly loved spending the weekends and like exploring the city with my suite mates. Uh, three yeah. of them were San Diego locals, so it was really nice having them show me around. But yeah,
0: overall experience was, it was good, but it definitely had its challenges. Yeah, um, was it, I mean, you probably, did you grow up watching a lot of like American kind of college films <laughs> growing up? Yeah, was it sure. like that or was it just completely different? <laughs> um, I guess in some ways it was similar in that,
1: you know, everyone's living in their dorms. So you're all kind of in one place and you're forced to kind of be around each other all the time. Yeah. Um, But I definitely had some like preconceived ideas of what college was supposed to be like. And so Mm -hmm. like, for example, you know, the sorority fraternity life and Mm -hmm. the college parties and then what classes are like, the classrooms and everything. In some ways it was similar, but then each school is so different yeah um every place is different and so when it didn't fit kind of all of my expectations that was when I was like oh (laughs) not everything is what you see in the movies or what you hear so
0: yeah yeah um no I I mean as an Australian I've never been to America yet um Mm -hmm. so yeah I would definitely go in with those kind of preconceived ideas but it's interesting to hear that I mean, while it does align in some aspects, you know, it's not completely the same. <laughs> as sure. there, yeah. <laughs> um, but could you um, describe to us as well, what drove you to move to Australia for university after your experience mm-hmm. um, at US- UCSD? So how long did you spend there, actually?
1: I was there, so I began in the fall of 2019. And mm-hmm. then I finished one year of school. So I w- I finished in June of 2020. Yeah. Yeah, so right before my last quarter, uh, UCSD uses a quarter system rather than semesters. Okay. So I had actually decided to change my major to international business. (laughs) I was kind of struggling a lot in my chemistry classes. Mm. Um, I was spending like day and night studying the content and then I had like issues kind of navigating the school and I just felt like it wasn't the right place for me. And so my mental like state, I think wasn't the best at that time. Yeah, um, Yeah, I loved the city, but I realized the kind of social environment at the school wasn't the best for me. And mm-hmm. it was hard to get around the city without a car. So I spent most of my time on campus. Um, so at that point, I carefully considered my options, but first I made the step to change my major after many long talks with my parents. <laughs> and then in March, 2020, when COVID cases started kind of rising rapidly, I came back to Singapore, and then I completed my last quarter of school online. And then at that point, the COVID situation didn't really look great. It was unlikely I'd be able to return to San Diego for the new school year in September. Yeah. And then at that point, I kind of realized I was just ready for a change and to pursue a course of study I was more interested in and then kind of find a place that was better suited for me. So that drove me to apply. And then later that year, I got accepted, so.
0: Yeah, and I mean, out of everywhere, I mean, why was Australia kind of the option for you? Was there, like, something, I mean, culturally or, or something mm-hmm. that you, did you just want to explore Australia? So, I actually initially thought
1: of applying to the UK. Mm-hmm. Australia was always kind of an option for me, even in high school. Uh, my brother actually went to UCID as well. Yeah. Um, And my whole family, we're all citizens of Australia. So that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of like always, I don't want to say backup option, because it's not it wasn't a backup, but it was kind of not my priority. I was like, I really want to go to the US. Yeah. So even though it was an option in my mind, I was like, no, I don't really want to go because, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to go to America. Um, But then at that point, when I was considering my options, where I could transfer or, yeah I I was like why not <laughs> why not go to Australia yeah. I took a look at the courses at UCID and I talked to my parents discussed it and I was just really excited honestly to move somewhere else and I had never lived in Australia before yeah and it kind of seemed like it had a lot of the things I was looking for so
0: yeah Interesting. Um, so you're currently studying a Bachelor of Commerce and Laws at the University of Sydney. Um, how did you find this experience so far in comparison to studying at UCSD? I mean, they're completely different courses, but maybe just in terms of like not only the degree, but the culture and everything. Definitely different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the first difference
1: is what I'm studying. Um, I'm really enjoying it at the moment. It's definitely very difficult. Yeah. But I feel like the things I'm learning are of value to me and have already given me a lot of skills I'll be able to use in the future. Yeah. Um, another thing is the social environment is very different. So mm-hmm. most people in the US move into college dorms um, away from their families. So everyone's kind of put into one place. Yeah. And there's this very strong sense of community as you know, you're all basically stuck together. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. And Sydney is different in that. A lot of kids live at home with their families and commute to school, with the exception mm. being, you know, those kids living on campus or a lot of international kids. Yeah. Uh, so at first, that was definitely a big change. But I think I kind of adapted and learned how to meet people when you're not, you know, stuck in one place. You kind of yeah. have to put a lot more effort in. Mm. Um, but I think that's also been kind of rewarding. I've been stepping outside my comfort zone as well. And Yeah um but also being an australian citizen and just kind of the nature of sydney has made me feel a lot more independent there if that makes sense yeah i also have family living in sydney so i get to visit them on some weekends and i was living in my own apartment which definitely made me grow up (laughs) a lot as well um but all of those things i loved and the city as well i really love the city
0: yeah no sydney is beautiful um no for sure yeah and i mean you did actually travel between you know from when you kind of uh, decided you wanted to move to Australia it was during COVID so I think you were Mm -hmm. didn't didn't you have to quarantine before you yeah yeah I did (laughs) what was that like I mean like it was Um, was surreal the whole kind of affair but I mean that would have been really um, a lot for you I guess (laughs) yeah for sure so I mean I had planned it a few months in advance so I was kind of like mentally preparing
1: for two weeks in the hotel yeah um, I was actually with my mom so at first I was a little nervous because I love my mother we we get along really well but I was yeah. worried about being in one room together all yeah. the time for two weeks <laughs> yeah um, but it's actually it was it was fine and I kind of I don't want to say enjoyed it but <laughs> but the hotel was really nice and it was kind of like um, like detaching from life for two weeks yeah um, but yeah, it wasn't it really wasn't bad. I also documented it in a vlog. <laughs> yeah. I thought, why not? It's something to remember. So
0: Yeah, honestly, I mean the state of the world at the moment, it's it's so surreal, it feels like dystopic in a sense. Oh, for sure. <laughs> But I mean um obviously as you said you know you moved away from Singapore and you were living away from your family um and it's not like you know college in the US where you sleep in the same dorms as everyone you pu- mm-hmm. you had to live alone um mm-hmm. how did you find this and how did you kind of like adjust to it um and yeah you said you grew from it a bit and could you tell us like how um that kind of happened how it all went yeah, down Yeah sure so <laughs> At first it was very, it was scary and difficult, but
1: I think it was very necessary.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I had become very comfortable living at home. Mm. Um, (laughs) I'm very close to my family and I think I needed to kind of learn how to go off on my own and take care of myself and navigate life. Yeah. I called my parents almost every day still, but that's just (laughs) how close we are, I guess. Yeah. Uh, But I noticed there was kind of there's a big difference in how I felt when I was in San Diego versus Sydney when I was away from them Mm -hmm. in San Diego I was quite like unhappy and I was always telling my parents how much I wanted to go home how much I missed them Uh, and I spent a lot of time wishing I was somewhere else
0: yeah but
1: then this past these past few months in Sydney I was you know having fun exploring the city I was enjoying my studies and in general I was a lot happier and so While I missed my parents and I missed Singapore, I wasn't, you know, dying to go home (laughs) because I was, I was happy where I was. So, yeah. And then I think living alone definitely taught me a lot about uh, independence and just taking care of myself Mm -hmm. because, you know, you don't have someone watching over you, making sure you're taken care of all the time. Yeah. And so I think it was finding a balance between making sure I was doing well in my studies, but also I had to do adult things yeah (laughs) like clean my apartment do my dishes all the time (laughs) keep myself organized and so I think yeah that was definitely a learning experience
0: yeah and I mean um did you find that like the alone time was helpful in I mean I guess the cliche of finding yourself but did it (laughs) did it kind of help you um learn a bit more about yourself or grow as an individual
1: Oh, for sure. I was nervous about living alone before, just because I thought it would get really lonely, which sometimes it does. But I think, yeah, just being comfortable doing things alone, even if it's, this sounds like really scary, I know, but just (laughs) even like going out and eating at a restaurant alone, I never thought I would ever do that. (laughs) And most of the time, I do have someone with me. But there are times when now I'm able to just go and do it. And I don't really care yeah. it's nice to spend time with yourself and um, it's really good for mental health I think even mm-hmm. if it's just like going out on a walk and being comfortable with your own thoughts
0: yeah <laughs> I think is yeah it's really great no 100% and I think that kind of um, is even more important today with social media because I mean we can get so trapped in like this digital world and so it's mm-hmm. it's good to take that time to you know, be amongst yourself for a little bit. Um, oh, for sure. So it's it's great that you were kind of forced out of your comfort zone in a sense. Yeah, I agree. Um, so what would be your advice? Um, because, you know, my main kind of demographic is young people. Um, mm-hmm. But what would be your advice for any young people that are trying to figure out, you know, where and what to study post high school? Or if they're, you know, halfway through a course or even beginning a course <laughs> somewhere and they want to move like you did? Yeah. Um, I think...
1: First, it's important to really take the time to figure out in terms of uh, what you want to study. I think really focusing on, you know, what you care about, what you would enjoy dedicating a lot of your time studying yeah, is really important. I think also kids tend to put so much pressure on themselves to have everything figured out, to know exactly what they want to do. And I think we're so young. Yeah. Um. It's very likely your interests will change. I think having some sort of idea of where, where you want to go and where you want to head to is important, but mm-hmm. also being open-minded in that knowing things can change and will likely change. Yeah. Um, it's important to still kind of explore your passions and find things you truly care about. But I do think having some sort of direction is important. Yeah. Um. But I think, especially for high school students don't focus so much on what other people are doing. I know Mm. this is really hard, but it's something I did so much. And I, it's hard when you're, you know, constantly surrounded by your peers in high school Mm. and you're hearing about what other people are doing, what, where they're planning on going. But at the end of the day, once you leave, once you graduate, the world is so much bigger Yeah, (laughs) and it won't matter what anyone else is doing because all that matters is you Yeah. Um, So in terms of figuring out where and what to study, I think, you know, do your research, research your schools, identify what you want and what your needs are. So make sure wherever you're looking at has things that, you know, you enjoy doing and the type of environment you like. Mm.
0: Um,
1: So, yeah, I think that's that's (laughs) that's basically it is keep an open mind, but plan ahead and just focus on yourself.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's great advice, um, especially because, yeah, I think the pressure kind of thing, you know, with peers, yeah. it can be really easy to just go and study what everyone else is studying, but for that's sure. not necessarily going to make you happy. So I think it's definitely important to, in a sense, you know, focus on yourself and in what's going to mm-hmm. be best for you. So, yeah, that's yeah. great advice. <laughs> and you. another
1: thing, yeah, no worries. Another thing <laughs> is
0: I, since
1: I, or transferred, but I, I've restarted my studies at said. Yeah, Um, And I actually took a – since Sydney starts, the school year starts in March, so it's different Mm -hmm. from the U.S., I had around – I had over six months of a break. So I I did an internship during that time. Mm -hmm. But now I'm 20. I'm in my first year. And I have people in my graduating class who are in their third year in the U.S. (laughs) They have one year left of school, and sometimes that kind of messes with me. I'm like, oh, I'm so behind. Like everyone's graduating and I'm still Mm. in my first year so it definitely is hard but I you know I remind myself everyone is doing their own thing we all have our own path and so that's the most important thing
0: yeah no 100% we're all in different parts and yeah we're at different stages of our lives and you're going to graduate very soon and (laughs) yeah you know your life will work out the way it's meant to (laughs) yeah exactly um so yeah are you planning on staying at the University of Sydney in the foreseeable future um because I know right now you're in Singapore so Mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot going on here in Sydney but yeah are you planning on staying um studying there yes for sure I do hope to be able
1: to go back after this semester is over hopefully it depends on you know how Sydney is doing at that time
0: yeah (laughs) Um,
1: but i definitely want to return either february january or february and then i definitely will want to complete my studies there yeah because i really have been enjoying it there and i think
0: there's a lot left to explore yeah no that's awesome and i'm excited to see more of your vlogs here in sydney because thank you (laughs) you. especially in lockdown it's really nice to see the city again (laughs) Yeah, just to see everything um yeah opened up but Mm -hmm. My final kind of planned question for you is where would you like to see yourself post-university? And, you know, that can be both in relation to, you know, your career path um, Mm -hmm. as a job or something like that, but also, you know, with your YouTube channel, because um, I'm really interested to see it grow, and I hope you continue Mm -hmm. posting videos. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, in terms
1: of, you know, career, I am not too short sure at the moment I would yeah. like to have landed a solid job in the future doing something related to business maybe you know business development working at a startup or something related to kind of social entrepreneurship mm-hmm. uh, I probably will want to stay in Sydney for a few years
0: post-grad yeah
1: um, and hopefully I will be able to continue using my YouTube platform as a passion project if it does grow yeah um, because it is really it's something enjoyable and I like kind of documenting these moments in my life so I'm mm-hmm. able to look back on them and, like, reminisce. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the future, I definitely also do want to kind of spend some time around the world traveling.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't know
1: what that will look like <laughs> at the moment. But yeah, something I
0: definitely am interested in doing. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think already you've had probably... Um, a really rich kind of journey or experience as (laughs) a young person because you know most people just stay in the same country that they were born in for like Mm -hmm. the rest of their life Um, but yeah I think it's awesome that you've had such a rich experience already and and I'm excited to see where life takes you in the future hopefully it takes you you you. very far (laughs) you too I wish you all the best thank you so much Thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm excited to continue watching your videos and I wish you all the best. I'll be sure to link everything um, related to your YouTube channel and your social media below as well. So thank you for joining us. Of course. It was so nice talking to you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And with that, we come to the end of this episode. A huge thank you to elena for taking the time to chat with me and a big thank you to you all for listening if you would like to keep updated with elena you can go and subscribe to her youtube channel which i'll have linked in the description of this episode you can also follow her on instagram at elena chung if you enjoyed this podcast be sure to follow us on spotify to be notified of our next interview if you're listening on apple podcasts or google podcasts feel free to give us a five star rating Also follow us on Instagram, our username is at the Telltale Podcast, that's at the Telltale Podcast. The Telltale Podcast is also planning to be expanded beyond a solely podcast format with our YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe by following the link in our Instagram bio or by checking the description of this episode. For business inquiries, our email address is telltalemedia at outlook.com. Thank you again for listening to Elena's Tale, and we'll see you next episode for another exciting interview.